Creative Magic Club. Together, we'll discover inspirational stories of creative entrepreneurs living out their dreams, doing the work they are most passionate about, and building wealth in magical and fun ways. While building a six-figure income as a writer and coach, helping other women to launch their dream businesses, I've connected with so many incredible people and seen it proven again and again that you can thrive financially doing whatever it is you are passionate about. I'm here to share life-changing strategies for mindset, making money, and reaching more people with your work in a business and life filled with creativity, freedom, and fun. Welcome everyone and welcome to my very special guest, Charlene Rimshaw, who I'm super excited to talk to today. Charlene is a psychotherapist, a burnout recovery coach and author. She's the founder of Everyday Coherence, where she supports ambitious and creative professionals to overcome burnout without sacrificing their relationships, paycheck or freedom. And hi, welcome Charlene. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Sarah. Thank you. Yay. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) So I'm Charlene. And I met when I was a copy coach in another program with Gita Nadkani. And Charlene was um, a client of that course where she was developing her, her program and her messaging around supporting millennials with burnout. So that's where we met. And I was living in Montreal at the time. Then I moved to New York. Then we got to hang out in person, which was such a treat. Charlene is amazing. And then I actually joined her burnout recovery program as somebody who has struggled with patterns of burnout in the past. And I got to experience all of her incredible wisdom and tools and it was an incredible experience. So we've been collaborating for a long time. She's really amazing. And I'm super excited to share a a story with you today about how she went from developing her messaging and getting clarity around that to getting massive exposure which eventually landed her a book deal. So um, it's a really cool story. You're really going to love it. If you are interested in becoming an author, this is a story that you're really going to enjoy. So Charlene, why don't you, why don't we like rewind all the way back to the beginning? Tell me about that turning point where you decided to commit to the direction of supporting creatives with burnout. Like how did you fall into that? Yeah. So I was, when I created the company Everyday Coherence, Everyday Coherence being the coherent communication between body and mind and doing everyday practices until body and mind connection becomes there every day. And so I didn't know exactly who I was going to help. I just knew that with a background in working with people who have traumatic stress that affects the body and the mind in, in very specific ways, um, and you know, working with people with anxiety, depression, many of them adolescents, but also emerging adults and, and adults and families, uh, I knew that I really wanted to create a body-based approach to, to healing and recovery, yet I wasn't even quite sure what it, what, it, what it looked like, who I was trying to target. It was sort of the idea was anybody, all humans could benefit from my program which to some degree, I still think that that's true. Um, But especially as a business and starting a new business, it's like, okay, who am I really trying to to reach? And so that's when I got more clear when I was working with you as my wonderful copy coach um, in Gita's, Gita's program of going, okay, 
right? What, am, what do I really have here going on? Okay, yes, chronic stress is, is, a, is very similar to traumatic stress. Chronic stress affects a lot of people. And it was right around the time that, um, that the, uh, the BuzzFeed article came out. I, I can't remember the woman's name at the moment. I'm, I'm spacing on, her, on the author's name. But basically, she, she you know, provided light to the fact that millennial burnout Basically, millennials were the burnout generation, and she gave amazing, you know, an amazingly depth, you know, in depth um, explanation of all the different psychosocial, biological, all the different factors that come into it. And I also, as a as a, a psychotherapist, was seeing clients of that age group. And although I was, it was I was more uh, treating them for anxiety and adjustment disorders and that kind of stuff. I realized, oh yeah, all right, I can see the burnout patterns in my clients. And then as I started to really look farther out and read about it and meet more people and talk with more people, I realized, oh yeah, this is like a real big problem. This is basically like a modern day joy suck that uh, really affects a tremendous amount of people. And I realized, okay, well, this, this all makes sense. I want to be able to help a tremendous amount of people. It's a very specific um, thing. It's a very specific age group and, or, you know, or, you know, swath of the population, so to speak. And really everyone with, with burnout really deserves to live a life that is, is free of all of that. So that's how I came to, ended up coming to that. Amazing. I love that. And um, we'll move on to talking about how you ended up writing your book, but as a sidebar, I just want to talk, you know, as somebody who's personally experienced your method, how important and valuable it is that it's a body-based approach. And it's so, I love that what you teach is so simple. And on your Instagram, you have your, you know, get out of the head into your body, those constant reminders, those little short reminders. And for me, as somebody who is always up in my head, I'm always thinking and looking for solutions and like devouring information. And that is just not how you cure burnout (laughs) and going through your program and really having that experience of going into my body and realizing there's a reason why I'm not in there half the time because it's really uncomfortable and sort of going through that learning curve and allowing yourself to process that stress and and release it is like literally the only way that you can get out of those patterns. So yeah, it's super, super simple, but powerful, um, your approach. I, I really love it. So talk to me a little bit about your journey, um, in kind of getting that clarity on your messaging. And then you really like went all out taking what you know you learn in in Gita's program she's a, a really amazing publicist and really leveraging the press and the media to get your message out there and tell me like how that unfolded and, and what that experience was like for you yeah it was it was a very cool experience and also you know a, vul- a vulnerable one so with Gita's program we have you know a huge list of um, media contacts that we can we can reach out to. So right there you get, you know, like like the list, you downloaded them into my my um email campaign software and was like, okay, I've got like the list, but now I actually have to create like pitches, right? And so, you know, I learned we also learned of course in Gita's in Gita's program, you know, the ways to really um to pitch a story, right? Because you want to give just enough information. You don't want to give a whole bunch of information, but kind of streamline, but really catchy and, and getting to the point type of a thing. And so I started sending out pitches every couple of weeks or so, I think once every every two weeks. And it was, it was an interesting, again, vulnerable experience where it's like, okay, I'm hitting send. 
okay, see what happens kind of a thing, you know? And like, of course, a lot of people ignore you, which is to be expected. Um, a few, few answer back saying, not interested, but thank you. You know, a few others saying, don't ever <laughs> pitch to me again. Okay, you know? And then, um, so like the first, the first couple of pitches I received, you know, um, uh, responses like that. And then I started to receive uh, people like, you know, occasionally saying, yes, we're interested in you. And, um, and so basically was, first was radio, um, which was, which was wonderful. Well, first magazines and then, and then radio. And what was interesting about that, which shall I, shall I dive into the, the magical story yeah, aspect yeah, piece of it that heads towards the book yeah, at this yeah. point or shall? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Love it. It's so great. great. So yeah. So we, we love it. And you know, what's kind of funny as I was checking in with Sarah, I went, oh my gosh, I had completely forgotten about that magical story. This is like a year later, but then remembering it, it's like, oh yeah, that was like super magical. So everyone's now on the edge of their seat going, what's the magic? Tell me, tell me. So um, I had, actually it was three, pretty much back-to-back radio, um, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Radio appearances. One of them, the first one was um, recorded, so it wasn't live. It was for NPR. And, um, and then I listened to it after the fact, and he announced me as um, you know, a burnout recovery coach and author. And I was like, oh, well, I'm not an author, but I am a burnout recovery coach and it's already been pre-recorded. So, okay, I'm just going to like leave it be. I'm not going to bother like, you know, emailing them and saying, sorry, you got it. You got it wrong kind of thing. I just left it be, right? The next one, about a week and a half later, I did a live um, radio talk show early in the morning and they announced me as, you know, millennial burnout expert and, and, and uh, author of, you know, of a book about burnout. And his first question was, what got you to decide to write a book about burnout? <laughs> and I was, and again, it's live, right? So I was like, oh, and I said, well, to be quite honest with you, I'm not writing a book about burnout. I said, maybe someday I will, right? But at this, at this moment, you know, I think somehow the information got crossed and no, I'm not writing a book, you know, and then the interview went on. And then about a week or so later, uh, I was doing a live for another radio. And before we went on live, he said to me, like in the, you know, the backstage, whatever, the, it's not the green room, but whatever it's called when you're on backstage. And he said, okay, so you're a, you're, you're a burnout recovery coach and author of a new book. And I was like, I don't, I don't know where this information is, you know, necessarily coming from. Nowhere on my website did I say that I was, you know, an author. Nowhere in the pitch did I say that I was authoring a book. But it was my, it was the third person calling me an, an author of, you know, a burnout, a burnout recovery book. So I did say, no, I'm not authoring, you know, not authoring a book. So when we went live, he didn't say, and author of an upcoming book, right? Um, although he actually might have still called me an, I think he still called me an author. And then we just didn't focus on, on, on that piece, right? So that all happened in June, July. I think it might, most of it was actually in July of this last year. So 2019. And then about beginning of August, maybe like August 3rd or 4th, um, I was, you know, on my, on my Everyday Coherence IG account and I see uh, someone had slipped, slipped into my DM as, as I believe, you know, people say. And so it was in the DM where, where it was 
asking like if I, whatever it's called where it's like the hidden ones where you can, you can say yes to see it or not kind of a thing because we weren't, you know, connected. We, we didn't, we didn't have a connection. And nine times out of 10, when you click on it, for me anyways, it's been like something like a, like a site kind of promoting like young women, pornographic, like, like stuff that's like, get out of here, reject, goodbye kind of a thing. Right. It's, it had never been something that I actually was like not offensive or (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Then it definitely wasn't a book deal. Right. And so Right. So it was an editor from, from a publishing company, Quarto Publishing. And initially I kind of had like the reaction of a slight chip on my shoulder, ready to like read, you know, read this thing. And I was like, huh, what? You know? <laughs> and then I started reading it. And basically he was like, I, you know, burnout, I recognize that burnout is, you know, it is a, a major issue, you know, mental health, physical health, all of that combined, a very timely and important topic. And he had been researching um, who might be, you know, an author for this, for a book for their, for their publishing company. And he happened upon my Instagram account while doing the research and he loved like my, uh, the, my voice and my approach and asked me if I'd be interested in having a conversation about authoring a book with him, a, a book for, for the, for the publishing company. And so I was, oh, okay, that's pleasantly exciting and validating of all the work that I've been putting in. And immediately at that time, anyways, I thought back to the three people over the last month that said, and author Charlene Rimsha. <laughs> so that was, um, you know, then, then we go on and, you know, we, we have a phone call and a few meetings and then I sign the contract and I write the book. But anyways, I will stop there at the moment. So that's how uh, the, the contract for the book ended up arising. Amazing. It was like very clear instructions from the universe, like before you were even aware that this was something that was coming up for you. And, and how long did it take you to write your book? I think you knocked it out in about eight weeks or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, it was, it was wild. Um, and so, yeah, when my, by the time that the contract came in and I was, um, and I, you know, and I signed it, it was the end of September and October 1st was the first day that I was going to actually start writing. And in the contract, I needed to get the first draft manuscript to them by November 26th, just based on like, right. So it's like the, the writer does the whole manuscript and then there's a longer editing process and, and all that kind of stuff. But especially because burnout is such an important topic now, the publishing company, you know, was saying, let's, let's get it out as quickly as possible. So being, never having written a book, never considering myself much of you know a writer necessarily, and it was also I was just starting my next six week burnout recovery program pretty much at that same time. So it was an interesting couple of months to say the least. And basically, yeah, I just I just wrote an entire book, three hundred and thirty seven thousand words plus. I was contracted for minimum of 37,000. And I think I got like, I, it was like 37,800 by the time that I, that I submitted it to them. And, um, and about a week before the deadline, I emailed my editor and was like, I don't know if I'm going to make the deadline. This just doesn't seem physically possible. I've been writing like eight hours a day, every single day. And, ah, you know, and so he got back to me and I I was given a week extension, which the week extension to me felt like 
you know, like Christmas, <laughs> Christmas time with all the presents. I was like, phew. So it gave me just a little breathing room to, to finish it. And so, yeah, I submitted it like December 4th or something like that. Wow. What an amazing year. So you literally, you started out with this idea of like helping the whole world with burnout. <clears throat> that must've been like when we connected in like the spring or like earlier in the year, really focused on like doing that in-depth work and honing your messaging, getting really specific, getting really strategic with getting your message out there, getting a bunch of press and then landing a book deal and writing <laughs> and writing the entire book before the year was over. How powerful yeah. was that? Yeah, totally, totally wild. Yeah. If someone had said to me any of those things, but particularly the, you're going to write a book <laughs> before the end of this year, I'd be like, no, that's <laughs> not going to happen. No. <laughs> power of powerful, specific messaging. I love it. So, okay. So tell me a little bit about the book. Like <clears throat> what is one main message or idea that you you know, was kind of the inspiration for this journey that you're just really passionate about and that you wish more people could hear? Mm, yeah. Uh, I'd say two main things. The main piece, and we kind of alluded to it at, at the beginning, is really learning how to inhabit our bodies for, like, for joy, inner peace, and internal and external prosperity. We spend so much time from the neck up, and of course what I mean is not like our physical head, but our, our minds. And from an early age, we were really taught that the intellect is what, you know, is, it takes premacy. It, it is what helps us succeed in life. It's what, you know, gets us through the exams. It's what, it's what uh, you know, the reports are, are done on. And just everything that tends to be a marker for success is equated to the intellect for the most part. And so everybody stays up in, in their heads and, you know, thinking, thinking, thinking. And then that, of course, because the brain's real good at thinking, overthinks and then creates problems and, you know, anxiety and all this sort of stuff. And then we stay in our heads trying to come up with solutions of how to not overthink. But the truth is we, we can't really do that by just thinking ourselves out of overthinking. That just ends up being more, you know, more thinking. <laughs> And certainly the mind's powerful and there's ways to work with the mind and the mindset, of course, and people are becoming more and more aware of, you know, mindset. And of course, you're a, a lot of what you do is mindset work. So the mind is important or the brain is important, but also it's, it's a connection of the body, the body and the brain, right? It's, it, I, I tend to use the words mind and brain interchangeably, but, but the truth is that, uh, you know, the, the mind, um, could very well and arguably be, and many people say that the, the mind is the whole being, right? Um, that, it's, that it's the intelligence of the body and the brain that help to create the mind. I'm going off on a little tangent there. But anyways, it is really helping to people get out of their thoughts as much by really tuning in and tapping into the wisdom of their body. So as you were saying, I have a weekly video. It's a one-minute video on Instagram called Be In Your Body. And really just a quick video every single week that offers a tool of like how to get out of your head and into your body, right? Yeah. And yeah, and I'm going to run with that tangent because I know that you like, obviously you have the practices that you teach. And I know that, you know, you're always experimenting with you know, new mindset and meditation um, approaches. So I'm curious um, if you could share 
maybe like one turning point for you and your journey with your own personal like health, wellness, connection to self, um, and you know, clarity around what it is that you really wanted in your life. Was there like a particular turning point where you either shifted a belief or you, you know, you stumbled across a particular practice that really changed things for you? Um, what comes to mind for you? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't have an exact like moment necessarily in mind, but through my, at that, I'd say 20 plus years of, of practicing yoga, being very body-based and quieting the mind in that way, that's how I kind of learned about mindfulness by mindfully doing yoga and focusing on my breath and my body as the focal points for a mindfulness practice. Again, doing that for, for many, many years, a couple of decades. Um, along with, I lived out West in the mountains and would, um, would ski all the time. I would do like 140 days of downhill skiing. And then when there was no snow, I would downhill mountain bike. And so you need to be focused on the present moment and what the heck is going on with your body. So I learned without realizing it, how important the connection between the mind and the body and the body was, and always had been interested in personal development, mental wellness. I myself, starting at about 17 to 24, um, suffered from depression, a pretty kind of like a mild to moderate, but ongoing persistent uh, depression. These days they call it dysthymia. Um, And so at that time, back then I was like, okay, I don't want to be depressed for the rest of my life. So I need to make changes. So that was sort of my wellness journey, um, kind of decision to, to move forward in that. But what really got me sort of moving in the direction that I am now is realizing, and this was about 10 years ago or so, that when you can quiet the mind of all the excessive thoughts and when you can calm the body down and you know, release the stress and all that kind of stuff, then once everything's quieter, you can actually hear the inner wisdom and amazingness of, of the uh, energy of the body. And, um, and for me, it felt like this effervescent bubbling of joy, just this internal joy that was like eternal and just lived inside of me. And I'm sure that my ideas come, came from, you know, reading, reading books and, and different stuff, but I have no idea where to pinpoint exactly. It just became very clear to me that that joy, that effervescent energetics of joy was actually spirit, was source, was the universe. And so I was like, okay, I've kind of tapped into something, right? Where it's like, no matter what's going on out there, if there's relationship strife, if there's, you know, trouble with the job or whatever it is, when you can feel centered and whole in your body, and then there's this effervescence of joy coming in, then it's so much easier to stay grounded in who you are and feel less affected by the external, the external forces, so that was really when I realized that the, the joy, that the, the strength, the groundedness and joy that comes from the inside out was, was really the beginning of me directing it going, ah, I really want to uh, figure out how to share this with people. I love that. Yeah. And I, I can really attest to that too. Like you are such a joyful human. And I've seen Charlene when she has been going through the stress of like having to crank out her first book in a very short period of time. And she's really, really committed to her practices. And she's, even when she's experiencing stress and like being an entrepreneur, being a writer and an author, she's 100% committed to joy every single day. And, um, and I think that's also a really important point 
especially because, you know, it's maybe, you know, not easy, but when you are a, like you are skiing all the time, like your life is geared towards being present in your body. So when you make that transition to writing or to being an entrepreneur, I know you moved your practice from seeing people one-on-one to seeing people virtually. And this is such an important point that comes up, you know, has been a real game changer for me. And that I'm always talking about within entrepreneurial communities and my clients is the importance of having a movement practice every single day, because it is like, there's no shortcut. There's nothing that can replace it, especially when we're very like technology and screen focused, that's all up in the head. So there's nothing that replaces just those, those practices that really get us into our body and and connect us into the present moment you know, same for me, yoga, I love yoga. And I think that's why I was particularly drawn to music as a complimentary practice, just even though I suck at it, playing the guitar, you have to focus because as soon as you don't focus, it doesn't sound good and you notice. So it really brings, you know, or singing, being really present in the body. Um, it's so important to have a some type of complimentary practice like that when you are a screen-based or a like chair-based human in, in your work and your job. So thank you so much for sharing that. And, um, so what is, uh, okay. Okay. What, what part of your work do you love the most? Mm, good question. Let me see. You know, I, through this past year and through the stresses and through like the struggles, but also connecting to my body, etc. Right. It's like, I really kind of had to evaluate that over and over again and say like, what's important here? what matters. And what really helped me was I was able to go, okay, what matters is yes, my health and my joy. Sure. Yes. Um, but what really matters is being able to deeply connect with my clients and really deeply connect with my clients and really appreciate them. I think it's so important to, um, to recognize that we're both bringing value to, to the table. I'm becoming a stronger leader facilitator, whatever we want to call, call me, coach, um, by working with, with them. And they're, of course, receiving the benefits that I'm, that I'm able to, to offer them. And so just remembering that it's, it's really, there's a lot of reciprocity and to really make sure that I appreciate um, them, them coming to me and, and really honoring the fact that they've chosen to work, work with me. I mean, it takes huge courage to make big changes. So just in and of that, in and of, you know, that it's like my, my clients and, and humans and anyone that chooses to get coaching or therapy is, you know, really just like an amazing, courageous, um, you know, human warrior, if we want to call it warrior at the moment. Um, but yeah, just really remembering to not take any, um, anything for granted. I, I can sometimes. And then that's when things don't just don't really align and don't feel as good. So really remembering to appreciate um, my, my clients. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing all of this with us today. And for those who are interested in learning more about your work, what's the next step for them to do that? Mm, Yeah. So they can certainly check out my website, uh, everydaycoherence.com. There's actually a great starter video there and uh, some other information and you can access uh, my, my radio broad, you know, uh, recording broadcasts and all that, all that kind of good stuff. Um, and then I'm here on, I'm on, oh yeah, that's right. You're on YouTube. I'm on Facebook, um, at body mind EC. And then, um, I'm also on Instagram at everyday coherence. 
Amazing, amazing. So be sure to go and check out Charlene's work. I'll drop the links below. And thank you so much for sharing your magical journey to becoming an author on Creative Burnout with us, Charlene. And um, yeah, we'll see more of you soon. I'm very sure of that. (laughs) Thank you, Sarah, so much. Yes. See you soon. Bye. Bye. For more inspirational content, head over to my website withsarahmack.com and please support the show by liking, commenting and subscribing.